I got to turn mine off too. Ready to turn the volume off. Welcome everyone to City Council meeting Monday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. We're glad everyone. Please do check your cell phones and don't be like me and have it go off during the meeting. I apologize for that, but I can assure you I don't know what happened, but it was turned off. But if you'll do that for me, I appreciate it. Madam Secretary, Ms. Hillman, would you please call roll? Yes, sir. Alan Knight? Here. Jody Wilkerson? Here. Mayor Whitfield? Here. Lance Smith? Here. Ken Burgess? Here. Charlie Proctor? Here. William Poe? Here. Matthew Maggart? Here. Thank you. At this time, would you please stand for Russell Gwynn? Pastor, Family of God, Family of God Church in Richland. Russell. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance also. Thank you. Mr. Knight, Council President, and I also want to apologize to the Council and the Mayor for not being here as appointed time last, and thanks for the chance to come again. It's a privilege and a pleasure to be here before you. So let's go to the Lord in prayer as we start this meeting. Dear God above, we thank you for this time. We ask your blessings upon this meeting, Lord, and his blessings upon our mayor and his family and his council and their families. Just bless them as only you can do and protect them. We thank you for this city. Thank you for this place that we call home for all those that come to serve, such as the council and the mayor, those that come and are here to protect as our law enforcement officer and those that are come to help us and save us and our frontline workers, those hospital and doctors and nurses and EMTs that work so hard. We thank you for this city, the one we call home. We thank you upon your blessings upon it. Lord, bless your, this meeting. Bless this, all the proceedings that come before us that will be in your will and your way. We thank you mainly for your son Jesus who came to die so on the cross so we could have eternal life and have all of our sins forgiven. It's his blessed name we pray. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Council, first thing on the agenda is approval of the regular meetings from last meeting that we had. Make a motion that we approve the regular meeting from the last meetings. A second. I have a motion and a second. We approve meetings from the minutes from the previous meeting all in favor please raise your right hand thank you very much uh now we have the uh i think that was all the consent items wasn't it mr, mr. yes sir yep okay. thank you very much business items we'll start with city manager and thank you very much item 2.1 um in front of you you have the uh the charter that was attached or maybe it's it's um, electronically that you have it. Uh, but city council is required to formally review the charter every five years. Uh, council may also amend it in accordance with section um, 166.031 of the Florida statutes. Um, the last time that it was reviewed was in 2020, or excuse me, 20, would it be 17? Yes. This is five, June of this year, we have to have it reviewed. So that would be the five years. Um, Staff will work on contracting with an individual or a firm that specializes in charter review. Um, in the meantime, 
I suggest that we begin thinking about the composition of the Charter Review Committee, depending on the types of revisions that are considered. Uh, the process could take up to a year, uh, hopefully not. Um, I, have had, I have heard comments from different council members on um, things that you think need to be changed or need to be addressed or looked at. Um, uh, Ms. Hillman has actually started a list already of different things that we need to look at. I recommend considering a committee of seven members uh, with the mayor as the chairman, and then each council member would um, pick a member, and then the entire council would pick a, the final member uh, to, to create the committee for review. And then once that committee is created at that point, then we can set up a schedule and, and go through um, the review of it. Thank you, sir. Uh, questions? Sure. Um, you said pick somebody. Pick someone. Appoint, if you appoint somebody, each council member appoint a, a citizen to sit on the committee. Any citizen as a lives in the city limits. Correct. Yes, sir. Okay. Yep, as you know, the review committee. We don't have to do that tonight. My main goal tonight was to get the charter in front of you, let you look at it and think about who you would like to appoint, and then maybe at the next meeting we'll schedule the item um, for each council member to appoint a, a member. Okay. Is that, is that... Next meeting, next meeting you'll appoint. I'll ask. Next meeting you want us to bring a name to you. Yes, well, sir. I, I just have a question. What... What is the anticipation of number of meetings? It really, de it really depends. Um, you know, I, I think some of the changes that were that were talked about so far are pretty straightforward. For instance, anywhere that it says fire department, that needs to be removed. Um, there's a there's been a question about signatures for um, qualifying in that time period. Um, it's really simple. Those are simple language. Right. Now, if we get into more in-depth um, things, there's been a, a question about the length of, of each term. Um, you know, so that would take a little bit more time, I think. I conceivably we could have it done in six six meetings. Um, right. You know, if we did it once a month and it gets broken out. Um, I've only done this one other time, and it took, like I said, it took about six or seven months to to go through. Um, so I think it depends on the committee, their availability to meet, and the um, proctor's availability to meet. This uh, person we're going to appoint has to be a resident of the city? I would suggest that they are, just because the charter do. impacts the citizens. Yeah. What if it's somebody that owns a business in the city, but not necessarily a resident of the city? I think we're okay with that. Um, you know, I mean, it would be ultimately it's council's decision. Um, but I don't I don't have an issue with that. They're they're being impacted by the rules of, of the city and, and how the city's run. Right. Which um Mr. President. I asked Mr. Poe a question. Uh, any any change in the charter will that require a referendum? Correct. Yes. yes, sir. Even if we just changed a, a date. Any I change? will have to, I believe it's any change, but I'll have to, I will verify that before we get to that point. I just yeah, we need verification yes. on that. I would I think most of the changes that have been discussed at this point would require a referendum. So that would have to be you know, we'd have to get the language on for April of twenty three would be when the vote would be it would go on the regular election. So you, I'm sorry, go ahead. That would be the goal is to have it done by then. Um, well, what I was going to ask was, so five years ago, we really didn't, I mean, nothing really, we didn't come up with anything, right? We didn't even appoint a committee or anything. No. We made some changes. Um, 
was years ago. Didn't if we didn't. That's oh, when I Marilyn Crotty came in and spoke to us, and we didn't have any changes. That's what I was thinking. But and now about council bringing things to charter. Do we ever have, or is there a process for citizens to bring something to the table, or? I think I mean before a committee's form like like if somebody for whatever reason like two years ago they said hey you know can they is there something they can do to they could bring it to us and say okay. hey I, I've read your charter and, and I think you need to change this and we would make a note we would make a note and bring it forward at that formal review um, just because it says we we shall do it every five years doesn't mean that we can't review it every year you could informally review it every year to see if there's anything that needs to be changed um, but again, depending on that change, it would have to be a referendum. So I don't know that you want to, right. you know, have a vote every year. But no, no, yeah, no, there's, a, is there's the ability for citizens to come in at any point and, and make recommendations to be considered. So if we're going to ask someone, uh, I think they need to be informed of, and I don't, you don't know, you kind of hinted, how many meetings are we probably talking about? I'm anticipating probably at least six. And again, that could be, once a month it could be every couple weeks um, that's once i think once the committee's formed i think then we would meet and have a conversation with the group to see what is best for everyone hmm? mr president one more thing so you're saying even if we make want to make some changes it's not going to be this current election we don't have time correct so yeah the, it would not be in that uh two months from now correct it would, so be, it would be the, the next april 23 and we could put it on and then that way it, it would definitely go that time as long as we get through the the review process and get the language written and get it to the supervisor of elections to get on the ballot yes thank you you're welcome uh, i see this is just information for us correct correct yes sir i'll bring it back we'll come back next uh next meeting to um appoint the the board if if council so thank you very much just pre uh, can i ask one more question <laughs> uh I believe in the la about the last two or three times the council has served as the committee. Uh, is why is the deviation? Why are we choosing to do that this time? To be honest with you, I found a um, an old agenda memo that had um, that suggested the um, appointment of a of a uh, citizen committee. I'm perfectly fine, uh, you know, council serving as the as the review. Committee. I don't I don't care either I was just curious why because we we've done it the last three yeah. times that I know of and probably more I'm uh, the, perfectly the fine with council if, if council wants to serve as the committee that's we're fine with doing that we can um, get a contract with a either an individual or a group have them come in and we'll get the meeting set with with council so I'm perfectly fine either direction I think the important thing is that those people who have opportunity we're getting pretty good at advertising lately are you going to bring us that's all i'm going to say a lot of things have been said are you going to at the next meeting are you going to bring back some of the guidelines and how we're going to do it because I, we're hearing members and then we're in if i can do that it, it's i guess that would be a question i have is would council prefer it to be council as the committee or do you want to have citizens uh, serve as a committee it, it like I said it, it I have no preference well, uh, with if them serving as a committee are they are they the end all it says or it still come to council it anyway? would still come so back come to, to council. council so I mean I don't think it hurts to have a, maybe the, the committee is not as formal as we were intentional and you know 
starting on down that road, but maybe it's something where there at least is a little bit of input, you know, just kind of like we have the planning commission and some other things like that. I don't know that that would hurt anything, but maybe nobody would want to do it either. So yeah. that's what I was thinking. Would there be a mix? Council it'll, 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 it'll come before us either way. So yes, it'll come before council either way. Um, you know, I think if, if we say it's going to be a council, yeah, I mean, I think we could add citizens to the committee if we wanted, or if it's, if it is council who serves as the committee, we just make sure we advertise it so that, you know, citizens it's open to the yes, public to come in and yep. So I'm really, am good either way. Um, think about it next meeting. We'll get some information and, and we'll bring it back. And if you choose to appoint a committee, be prepared to appoint someone. And if, if the decision is to, for the council to serve as the committee, we'll go that direction. But that's good. Okay. Any more questions? Thank you very much. Now, we had an update on the Founders Day, but do you want to review that? Or right. No, sir. That, that item can be pulled. That was uh, an oversight I, on my part. Madam Secretary, we're pulling item 2.2, uh, Founders Day, please. All right. Sergeant Major James LaFear, is that right? Okay. Okay. Would you come forward? It's your turn. We're glad to have you. Would you please do us a favor, state your name and the name of all your cadets that are with you. I'm James LaFerre. This is Aiden McCumber and Zachariah Arnold. Um, Aiden McCumber is the cadet in charge of the service learning project for this year. I had briefed this last year around February time, I, I believe. So he will be conducting the briefing for you. Before we start, thank you for being here, and you look very good in your uniform. Thank you. It's young men like you that really impress me. Thank you very much. Thank okay. You. All right. Uh, thank you all for having us here today. Um, so, of course, last year you had LaFarrier um, brief you all on service learning, uh, service learning project. So, this service learning project will be. Um, you know how to work it, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, this service learning project will be identical to last year's. We're going to do the. Um, Sorry. Looks like. Okay. Cool. Oops. Tricky little dog. I pressed the wrong uh, button. I apologize. All right. So this year it's Project Patriotism, uh, Patriotism, just like last year. So we will be at Oakside Cemetery, and akin to last year, we will be cleaning the headstones of veterans' graves <coughs> and conducting a flag burning ceremony which will uh, involve a Sabre Arch and Honor Guard, which will present the colors, and we will have representatives from each um, year, like freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, walk up to burn a uh, flag, and then from there we will um, accept any flags from people who would like to donate to our program and um, whatnot. So our cadets that will be volunteering this year, they are, we have approximately 35 cadets. Unfortunately, we would not allow to have more than that because of uh, transportation. But there was about 55, 56 cadets who have signed up, and they're all very motivated, and they enjoy to do this type of stuff. So the reason we do this is because these cadets want to um, gain experience in service learning and better, their, uh, better themselves in their community. Um, I myself find it very important to do events like these because it not only honors my community, but it honors the fallen service members who have served from our community and all over the world. So 
for this service learning project, we would we would like to request supplies, any sort of cleaning supplies. Uh, last year, we dwindled our supplies quite um, quite uh, a lot. Um, we ran out of we ran out of almost everything, unfortunately, and a lot of our brushes and whatnot were damaged. So, um, we would like to ask for items such as bleach, soap, brushes, glo uh, rubber gloves, and donations for transportation and meals for our cadets because they're going to be out of school for most of the day since we're doing it on a school day, uh, Friday, February 25th. And um, they're unfortunately going to miss lunch. So we would like to purchase a lunch for them so they're uh, allowed to eat. So, um, Ferrier, if you would. So we would also like a representative from the council to actually attend the event, if possible, on the 25th. What was the starting time? Um, it starts at approximately 8.15 a.m. That's is what day? Friday. Friday. Can more than one of us come? <laughs> yes, okay. absolutely. Um, yeah, um, we, will, we also have the uh, local newspaper attending, so we would um, greatly appreciate it if you'd like to give a statement of some sort. Very good, President. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I am so sorry. sorry. Question. The supplies that you guys are asking for, does that take into account? I knew you had mentioned that last year you did not have enough bleach and all that. Does this take yes, into account? Yes, I, I went over all of the supplies that we have. We have um, loads of rags and um, stuff like that, we, and we have a couple of buckets. But unfortunately, we were out of um, the specific items that were listed. Yes. Again, as we did last year, uh, I've already talked uh, talked already spoken with Shane, uh, public works director, so we'll, the city will supply, can supply all the, the supplies. So we'll get, all supply? Mm, we can do that. What about, he's asking for meals, meals and transportation and so forth. His total donation request is $275. Yes, you can see that about. But the way, and I, you're right, but. President, I move that we uh, donate $300 to the uh, cadets to, for their uh, Oakside Cemetery cleaning, uh, graveside cleaning uh, project. Second. Motion and second. We give the gentleman $300. Uh, all in favor, raise your right hand. Uh, I do have to ask you a question now. Do we make that money out to ROTC, the school board, Zephyrils High School? Who do we make it to? Uh, you would make it out to ROTC. I didn't hear you. You would make it out to ROTC. ROTC? Yeah, uh, Zephyr Hills High School to ROTC. Okay, all right. I think I'll get it figured out. It yeah, may be okay. that we just we may just buy it and, and give it. That way it's it's cleaner. We, well, I'll get it figured out. Okay, thank you, Mr. Pope. Of course, did an excellent it. job. You thank young you. men did an excellent job. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Donated. Yes, sir, Mr. Quinn. Mr. Knight, Council President, I don't know if this is the protocol, but I, as a pastor of Family God Baptist Church, would like to request that our church match any request that the council supply for ROTC. We'll do a matching number for that, too. Yes, sir, Mr. Gwynn, I would ask you to please check in with, uh, we'll take care of this, and then you check in with ROTC. 
Thank you, sir. Okay, uh, we're down to mayor announcements. Um, Council President, the PIO officer would like to give a presentation. It's not on the agenda. Mr. Kevin Weiss. Oh, okay. Our, I didn't see I, that on the list. I apologize. That is, again, it's my fault. I asked Mr. Wise to, no, I asked Mr. Wise to come in. Uh, he's our new PIO and to just kind of give an update of, of what he's been doing and, and um, okay. how far he's, yes, he's come in the last two weeks for us. Uh, just go up. Uh, the side button here let me show you can I pull this up on my screen miss Hillman can I pull this up on my screen uh, no okay and I apologize I just received it today so all right good afternoon Council, thank you for uh, listening to my presentation. Um, just want to share a couple updates on. Yes, Kevin Weiss, Public Information Officer. Thank you, Kevin. Is this good? Okay. Great. Uh, just wanted to provide a couple updates on what I've been doing in the role of Public Information Officer for the last uh, month or so. And if you have any questions, feel free to let me know. Um, so, a little change to the website. If you noticed, Previously, uh, if you went to the main page of the website, you would see a large tree. So we figured we would change that around a little bit. And this is something that we can always evolve and, and alter as need be. We could, we could make it a, a picture of City Hall. We could make it a picture of Founders Day, whatever it may be. But we figured this was a good starting point, image of Main Street, overlooking Main Street as kind of a nice little... Uh, you know, entryway as you get to the website. Uh, what I did was, if you notice uh, on the masthead, you see a business tab that wasn't there before. Uh, I got Mike Sutton with Code Enforcement recommended that was something we put on and kind of just let people that may be moving into town or prospective business owners that may be interested in relocating to Zephyr Hills or starting a business in Zephyr Hills that just give them some information that they can click on. A lot of city websites, county websites, they've got a doing business tab that you can go to. So uh, I went about reaching out to the webmaster of uh, Civic Plus and uh, put some of those tabs. And, and these are things that can be changed and um, added to as well. Let me go back, sorry. So we've got business tax receipt, clearly Zephyr Hills, code enforcement, destinations, Main Street, Zephyr Hills, a lot of, a lot of different stuff there. Um, continuing on some of the website changes, if you notice, uh, right, uh, sorry, this is my first time using this uh, clicker. How do I go back? I can go back. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I think I got it. So, there we go. Um, I also had uh, the Civic Plus Webmasters create a podcast button. I don't know if you can see that right next to the, you've got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and there's a little microphone. And that redirects the podcast button, and I'll get to that in a second, that redirects to um, audio of all the city council meetings so people can go back and listen to all the 
city council and CRA meetings. That was something that, personally speaking, as uh, working in journalism for as long as I had, I had trouble accessing agendas and audio and just wanted to go back and, and find stuff. And I, I had difficulty doing that with not just Zephyr Hills, but other small towns as well. So I figured that was a little change that um, people can, hey, I couldn't make the meeting, I can go back and, and listen to it. Pasco County, they, they've got something similar. They actually post them on, all on their uh, YouTube page as well. So just wanted to uh, mention that. Um, another web page that uh, the Civic Plus website designer put uh, in place for us, and this is something that's evolving, and this is something that, uh, again, the website needs a lot of changes and updates, and we're trying to, you know, one piece at a time. It, it, it's going to take a lot of time to, to get things how we really want to see it. Um, but I figured it was imperative to put something up there that highlights some of the uh, news about Zephyr Hills. I don't know if you all remember, but several months ago, the Tampa Bay Times came here and did a large feature on how Pasco County, or Zephyr Hills is the uh, largest municipality in Pasco County, and that was a pretty big deal. Uh, city managers quoted in that article, several others are quoted in that article as well. And there's some other links too. Advent Health, uh, Zephyr Hills uh, is a hospital that, that's ranked among the tops in the country. That's you know something that people want to know about. Uh, the Lake Relutes News, my former employer, uh, they also did a, a, a lengthy write-up on all the commercial and residential changes that are happening uh, with Zephyr Hills. And this is something that, again, more links can be added. Um, Pasco County School District, they do a lot. They, they do updates every day, every couple days on, you know, a teacher, uh, a coach, whatever it may be, and, and try to promote some of, the, um, some of the news articles that are happening about their, about their uh, school district. Another website update is I had a meeting with uh, Amy Knockelman with um, Public Works. I can't think of her exact title right now. She's a stormwater coordinator. There we go. Um, and she recommended uh, putting some visuals on the web page. And this is a, a visual we already had in place and figured might as well insert that into the web page so people can. I'm, I'm a visual learner. I need to see things visual and not just written out or explained so having you know little things like that and this is something that again can be moved around and changed and added to this isn't a, a final copy by any means but just something that gives people uh, a better idea of what to do and not to do when it comes to recycling and, and same thing with the z carts there's the the three feet standards and there's what you should and should not put in them uh, we also added um, photos and graphics uh, to that as well. Uh, this is just a show of our Instagram page. So right now, I'm running the, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, also YouTube as well, but I just wanted to kind of show you a quick shot, snapshot of uh, what we're doing with Instagram and, and kind of promoting some of the things we have, whether it be a, you know, something like Fix It Zephyr Hills or promoting our newsletter or um, I know some council members and, uh, and Billy and some other uh, stakeholders with Zephyr Hills visited Danny Burgess and Representative Maggard, um, got pictures with them and, and kind of promoted that a little bit. But the one thing I, I really wanted to highlight here was if you look at, I don't know, if, am I doing the mouse correctly? Let's see. 
There we go. Somewhat. Uh, if you go to this link here, so another thing I created was a Linktree account. And what that essentially does is it puts um, what, and I talked with Billy about this, all the important and necessary links, kind of a one-stop shop of a resident, a business owner, a visitor. They can kind of see and learn about Zephyr Hills and get, get to important information quick, quickly and efficiently. That's something that the website I don't think has done a very good job of. I've been told that uh, it's like a scavenger hunt trying to find certain things here and there. And I don't know if that's anybody's fault, but it is what it is. It's something that is uh, a work in progress. So as kind of a quick fix for that, uh, I created a Linktree account to uh, promote on all the, the social media pages. So if somebody sees that, they click on it, and it will uh, redirect them here to this. And this has, it's why it's called Linktree. It's a it's a, essentially a tree, and all the links are um, up there vertically. So you see the, the City of Zephyr Hills main website, public meeting agenda and minutes, and that directs you to the most recent. Like if somebody clicked on that, it would direct them to uh, the February 14th CRA and uh, City Council meeting minutes and agenda, and they can click on that and, and read through and, and see what, you know, something pertains to them, like Founders Day, for example. Um, public meeting audio minutes, utilities, online bill pay, and it just goes on and on. And this is something that, again, can be adjusted. We can take things off. We can add things to it. But that was just kind of what uh, we saw as some you know, necessary links for somebody that uh, wants to know more about the community. We see the tennis centers up there as well, and that directs right to their website. Uh, next slide. Uh, this is just a show of um, the city council meeting audio minutes. I, I put together a podcast RSS feed. And so after tonight's meeting, this, this city council meeting and the CRA meeting, and I assume the, the special city council meeting tomorrow, mayor's caucus, that gets recorded? Okay, that, those would all go there, and people can access them on demand. They can download the audio and listen to it, share it, whatever they need to do. Um, and that's also available on on, spot, uh, on Spotify. But um, and I'm trying to get some uh, other, trying to get the that on other podcast platforms. But for right now, at least people can, you know, a reporter, whoever it may be, can go there and access it very quickly uh, and effectively. Uh, next slide. Uh, this is just kind of showing, you know, what I'm trying to do in the role of PIO, promoting some of the good programs, some, uh, pr promoting some of the, um, the good work that city employees are doing, what different departments are doing. As you see on my left, anyway, uh, that's Zephyr Hills Water Treatment Plant operator, Eric Martin. I kind of did uh, a ride along with him and spent a day with him, and, and he showed me the ropes of what he does and, and the importance of his position in his department. And I also put that out on social media and the newsletter, and eventually I'm going to try to, I just learned today, I had a website training to be able to put a lot of that information, videos, photos, uh, text, of course, all on the website. So I'm going to try to create a, a page or a tab where people can go and access one by one and see, oh, this is what the water treatment does. This is what sanitation does, and so on and so forth. So on the right, 
my right. Uh, that was uh, Jan late January, uh, where the sanitation department went to the, Bro uh, the Broach School, which is a special needs school in Zephyr Hills. And Bobby Black, sanitation uh, supervisor, did a great job of you know, explaining uh, to students and staff you know, what his department does. And it was just a great public outreach event. And I think highlighting and, and showing more of those things is, is important. And one thing I will say, I got a lot of compliments about uh, how clean the garbage trucks are. I mean, you, you could eat off them almost. Like it's, they're that. I recommend it. Yeah, it's, it's something that you, you won't cry. find uh, in a larger city for sure. So, and, and just going out there, being part of the community and, and covering things like that, I think is a very, very important thing. And, and also uh, recording them and, and taking photos of them and, and talking to them and um, letting people know that, yeah, we, Bobby Black and his staff works hard, but they also uh, help and service the community as well and are trying to pay it forward. Uh, next slide. And that, these were, these uh, two screenshots were on Facebook, but they were also shared to all, uh, all social media platforms and also um, compiled and aggregated into our newsletter as well. Similar, similar example, city manager Billy Poe did a uh, staff spotlight of him. And that's something, this was put on all social media platforms and this is also something that I'm trying to incorporate into the website. Staff spotlights of employees. I, I'd also like to do business spotlights, resident spotlights. Um, just kind of go around town and, and talk to, hey, what do you love about Zephyr Hills? What do you like to do in Zephyr Hills? Um, tell us about your background a little bit. Uh, we have a nice photo of, of Billy on the water tower. Notice a death grip yeah. with my left hand. <laughs> Under 10 feet up. So, um, and that's, again, something that I'm, I just learned today to do more capabilities with the website. So I'd love to be able to kind of put a little spotlight tab in there and, and you know, add employees as it, as it goes forward. And I've already, I've done one on Billy. Um, who else? Uh, I mean, really, any any employee I've met, I've tried to make it a, uh, make it a point to kind of talk to them and interview them, so to speak, one on one, just to have that. Not that I'm putting it all out at once, but I just want to have kind of a backlog of okay, I I talked to I talked to Amy Knockleman and, and I got her perspective on these questions, so I'm going to save that for later. Eric Martin, for example, um, and I'm just going to keep going down the line. Some staff members don't want to be interviewed. They don't want to put themselves out there. That's understandable. But I would say uh, many, many are cool with, you know, talking to me for five, 10 minutes. So that's just a little, again, something that a lot of other uh, governmental organizations are doing just to, hey, this is who's working for the city and what they're doing and a little bit about them as well. So um, this is uh, Joey Thiel. He is the What's the exact title? Foreman? Wastewater. Wastewater foreman? Yeah, so this is a picture of him at a lift station. And <laughs> similar with, uh, with Eric Martin, I went with him on a ride along. And this is kind of a preview of what's to come. This is just a, uh, a picture. But I recorded a video of him explaining this is what a lift station is. This is what it does. This is the purpose of it. And he also talked about you know what you should and shouldn't flush down your toilet. So there's a lot of PSA opportunities as well with this because I personally didn't know that 
uh, flushable wipes aren't flushable. That's something I learned from Joey. So being able to, you know, not just promote what he does and, and take pictures and videos of the list station, some of the different sites that he works with, but also getting some important information out there to the residents as well about um, this is what you should and shouldn't be doing. So um, that, that was just, I haven't put together all the information from the ride along with him, but just wanted to kind of present a little picture of, hey, I was out there and this is what uh, I was doing with him. So again, I, you asked me a year ago, what is a lift station? I don't know what it is. And I think Joey basically said that a lot of people don't know what a lift station is or, their, or its purpose. So I think putting that out there, and that's one of the newer, nicer ones too. And, and he also talked about some of the new technology that's been incorporated and uh, the upkeep and, and why certain utilities may be becoming more expensive because of various reasons. And, and he explained that uh, in great detail and uh, it, it really made it understandable. So um, Joey was a great sport as well. And, and he was another guy that I uh, subscribed to the philosophy of uh, kill two birds with one stone. And I was out on a ride along with him and I was like, hey, I'm going to do the uh, the staff spotlight on him too. So that's kind of saved on uh, in my files as well for you know a future newsletter, future social media post, whatever it may be. Uh, moving along. Uh, this is another thing that uh, I tried to, well, another initiative. I, I notice a lot of uh, government agencies have uh, added Nextdoor accounts. I'm not sure if you all are familiar with Nextdoor and the purpose of it, but um, I went ahead and created one for the Zephyr Hills Public Information Office. And just like with all the social media platforms, I'm trying to um, let residents and, and the public at large know about upcoming meetings and not just let them know about the upcoming meetings, but also give them, make it easy for them to access the links of what's going to be on the agenda. That is one thing that, again, when I worked as a, a journalist or reporter, I didn't struggle with it, but it was it was an extra step for me to either email somebody or call somebody to try to, hey, what's the agenda? What's how do I get this information? Whereas now the the average citizen, you know, if they're on social media and, and this goes to all all the platforms, um, they can easily access it. And something that I'm putting trying to put more at the forefront of the website too of hey, here's here's the agendas. You can you can go to that. Uh, moving along, oh, I'm just, I think I missed, I've got one more, I think, at the bottom. Okay, there we go. Um, so this is a long-term project that I've begun working on, and that is the brand research and development for the city of Zephyr Hills. As you all are very well aware, the city is growing. It's ballooning. Um, what, what message do we want to put out there? Are we still the city of pure water? Are we still known as a skydiving haven? Or are we going to push out the fact that we have a great downtown, that we have a great tennis te uh, center that's world class, that we uh, are revamping some of our parks in town? What's what's our tagline going to be? Maybe it is still City of Pure Water. I don't know. That that's something that we would have to go out and and get a contractor for and, and try to figure that out. But it's not. Correct me if I'm wrong, Billy. But it's sort of like Pasco County taking on the Florida's Sports Coast moniker 
and you saw how they took that and ran with it and they leveraged their assets uh, be it the center ice tenant or the, the center ice hockey facility and Wiregrass Ranch Sports Campus and all the other recreation uh, youth recreation facilities and, and they, they really played off that very well and that's something that as a city we have to try to figure out what that's going to be so this is just the purpose I've, I've already typed up a thousand word background of this the, the the past of Zephyr Hills and where Zephyr Hills is going and we're just trying to put that RFP together and uh, put it out to bid at some point I'm not sure if we have an exact timeline on when we're going to put that out but okay but that's something that's one of the long-term uh, projects as is figuring out what we're going to do with the website how much of a new look and new change uh, we're going to have with that so uh, that is pretty much a, a rundown of what I've been doing the first month any questions comments concerns um so I want to thank you for being proactive in what you're doing and I don't know just say this right but uh, we've had a PIO position for a year and a half or two years I've seen you do more in two weeks than I've seen that entire time so I want to thank you for what you're thank doing you. and, and thank you for being proactive and and uh, everything you that I've seen so far has been really great so do you, do you live in Zephyr Hills or do you live I actually by? live in New Tampa so okay. and that's another thing too I mean in my last position Zephyr Hills was part of my coverage area but I was also covering yeah, I know you were around for all yeah time. Dade City Wesley Chapel Lutz Land Lake. so it's kind of nice to be able to you know work in one place as opposed to kind of being all over the map and, and that's another thing too that you know at some point I would like to be a Zephyr Hills resident that's kind of one of my goals down the line and and I think you know I I wasn't born and raised in Zephyr Hills I was born in New Jersey lived in Indiana moved to Florida like so many other people have done and I think I can provide a little bit of a perspective of what's a new resident looking for when they move to Zephyr Hills yeah they just don't want you to get discouraged with the drive from New Tampa so you get a little closer so you're here yeah. longer it's only it's, it's a 25 minute commute but it'd be nice to have a you know five or ten minute commute so <laughs> what time of day well thank you again yeah. properties in the CRA and, and there are grant funding available I'm, to I'm aware of that that's something that I like to promote a little bit more and, and put forth yeah Thank you very much for that report. We appreciate it. I, I, uh, I, I want to thank you because I think the website was something that needed to be looked at. Yeah. And, and honestly, I mean, I there's only so many hours of the day, and it, you right. may need. Oh, we, we well, may need to think about some additional help to keep up with it because more and more people. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody looks, you know, into a brochure anymore, anything like that. They first go to the website, or everybody Google's it. So, yeah. I mean, and I, do you know how many how many hits we are getting on the website? I don't know. That might be something for our IT director. He might know that, but that that is something. Again, I've heard from a couple people that we have a beautiful city hall building, we have a beautiful library, we have beautiful other structures as well. But you go to the website and you look like you went back to 90, 1998. Like, and that's again, that's something that I think it's it's going to have to get a big refurbishment and th there's still a lot of changes like you mentioned only so many hours in the day but little things at a time but it, that is something that would be nice to make it look like you know we're in 2022 right so and, and it just and it's something that continually has to be monitored yeah. and updated I mean it's mm -hmm. it's an evolving thing it's not static in any, right. any way now we do have a contract with Civic Plus where they 
essentially give us five hours of webmaster services so I can reach out and email them about hey can you make this change make that change make this other change and they'll do it it just might, might take a day or two right. so that's but I, I I'm starting to be able to I just had my first official training session with them today and I can more or less create a page and, and add and take things away but if there's like a more complicated matter that's as of right now that's who we're going to is just emailing or reaching out to the the actual creators of the website and then they can make the changes from there like for example the uh the the masthead or the main page background of downtown zephyr hills i just sent them the photo of the downtown still and they had to re-edit and reframe the page to make it you know fit the website so um so that's kind of something that we've been utilizing but that might be there might come a day where you might need somebody to fill that role some right. some shape or form so oh Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Appreciate it. Oh, I just uh, have one more. If, sorry, Kevin. One good. more question. So I, so, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned that people go to the website, but it's even more convenient to have that show up in their Facebook feed or somewhere mm -hmm. else. So now, it goes from being reactive, so people come to the website and they're looking for something, to proactive, where hey, check this out because here's what we're doing next. Yeah. So that is a total shift. In the thinking that we've had in the past, and 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 I appreciate mm -hmm. the um, impact. I think that it's of course, make. yeah, and that's something again where you know working in journalism and beforehand radio. I mean, I've done, I've been around the block a little bit and just kind of seen it from the other perspective of what is needed from whether it be a journalist or somebody just a member of the public at large too. So, trying to put the information out there. You're Thank welcome. you. Right along to mayor's comments. Thank you, Mr. President. Just a couple of things. I want to thank the cadets for being here tonight and your presentation and for staying, staying with us a little long. I uh, also want to thank um, Pastor Russell for supporting the cadets and coming tonight. Uh, and this last thing I wanted to mention is um, it kind of goes along with what the cadets are doing. They're, they're going to have their... Uh, their uh, cleaning out at the cemetery and I went out there last year when they were there um, this last Saturday one of our local uh, residents uh, Riley Wheat um, a lot of you probably know her her father's Larry Wheat little Larry but he's bigger than a mountain but uh, little Larry uh, is her father and she that was part of her uh, gold award for uh, Girl Scouts which is equivalent to an Eagle Scout, and that was one of the things she did. She came up and did 40 stones last, <clears throat> last Saturday, uh, working on her, her gold award equivalent to an Eagle Scout. So, um, you know, I'm real proud that she did that, but I'll assure you, cadets, that there are plenty of stones out there. There's several hundred stones of veteran stones out there. So we appreciate your work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Mayor. City Manager announced. I'll uh, just let Council know that uh, myself and Councilman Burgess, Council President Knight, uh, and some members from the Chamber attended or went to Tallahassee this past week, met with our legislators, uh, Councilman Burgess, I mean, yeah, sorry, Senator Burgess, Rep. Maggard, uh, Senator Simpson, uh, Representative Mariano, uh, got to speak to those individuals, got to speak to those individuals, um, Thank them for their support, remind them of our projects, our appropriations requests that we were making, and um, 
just kind of get in front of them and, and, and thank them. And, and so we had a good time. Everybody came back without getting in trouble. So felt confident about it. I, I really, yeah. I really. Think some good things. Good things are coming. And then also just a reminder, uh, Todd is trying to schedule meetings with each of you. I think he's met with a couple already. Uh, just some issues that will be coming up uh, in the future that he'd like to speak to each of you individually. Um, just kind of kind of gauge where we are and and. and uh, so we can tailor um, what our message is, and then we'll bring it, you know, that that item will come before council. So um, if you can reach out to Todd, um, that would be greatly appreciated. We also, one thing you saw in there, there was a picture of the of City Hall at night. Uh, we, Lori Brightwell, took a picture of City Hall at night, and that was entered into a uh, statewide city contest. Um, I don't believe we were in first. The last I looked, we were in third place. Um, so we're in second. So bump. Okay. So I don't know that we won. The good thing is, is we beat Pasco County and Dade City. So <laughs> we accomplished that part. Uh, that's all I have for this evening. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Maggard. <clears throat> thank you, Mr. President. Just a couple quick things. One, as all of you know, uh, Danny Burgess and I have dissolved our law firm and joined the firm of Shoemaker, Loop, and Kendrick out of Tampa. They effectively go by the name Shoemaker. They are keeping us in Dade City. We're staying in the same office, same phone numbers, same service. We're just going to be able to provide a little, little better service to our clients with some more resources. So that's effective immediately. Um, and then my older brother is a professor at Auburn University. And he found out today that he was awarded tenure, so I want to congratulate him publicly for that. Very good. That will not in any way affect your uh, service to us here, correct? No, sir, not at all. Okay, thank you. City Council comments. Let's start with you, Mr. Burgess. Well, I was just going to say, uh, when we were in Tallahassee, it's nice to, I mean, we get to see them in an official setting, I guess, our, our state representatives. And it was, it, it was very, uh, you know, it was good for us to go up there. And I also want to thank Russell and his church for the generous offer of matching with uh, Fort ROTC and their service project. I really appreciate that, Russell. That's all I have. Uh, same thing. Thank you, sir, for, for that. That was very nice. And Junior ROTC, thank you for everything you do. That's a great group up there. You have great leadership, and uh, we're all proud of you as a community, too. Um, Kevin, great job on the website. I look forward to seeing what's coming on it as well. Uh, and also, we all got a nice bag of candy up here from Mr. Earl in the back. And it's great to see you thank in your red you. shirt on Valentine's Day today. So thank you so much. Um, and last meeting, I had asked about some striping coming out of Chick-fil-A. And about two days later, it was striped. So thank you. In Pasco County, it would have took over a year to get that done. So thank you, staff. Thank you, sir. Mr. Proctor? Well, again, I would like to also thank the cadets. They do a great job. It's um, a great honor for you all to go down there and clean those veterans' stones. They gave, you know, they fought for this great nation, and we really appreciate what you do. And I want to thank Mr. Earl for the candy, and Kevin. Again, you are doing a. <laughs> I think you did more in a month than your former did the whole time. So I want to congratulate you on that, and that's all I have. 
Thank you, Pre uh, President Knight. Um, Kevin, thanks for that. Mr. Earl, thank you for my candy. I'm going to enjoy that. Uh, and I'd also like to talk about something just quickly. Um, I've had an I've had a lot of complaints recently about code enforcement, dilapidated buildings, garbage pileups, et cetera. And I just want to take a moment to thank uh, Mr. LeBlanc and, and Billy. I, I know that uh, Joel and Mike, our, our code enforcement officers, are, are unindated with responsibilities. But um, if we have a software like Fix-It Zephyr Hills, I think there needs to be a reciprocal relationship there. So if someone takes the time to take photographs posted on that using that software, it gets directed to someone. I think it's important that there's a response to that. So I did a test over the last two weeks and I didn't get any responses. So I sent pictures and with um, you know a notice of what needs to be done. So I don't know if maybe the link is broken or there's not a system in place to follow up. But again, if we if we have a software like that, I think it's important because otherwise it creates more frustration than it's really worth. And I I, I know we spoke about it. There is there should have been follow up. There's we get the email sort of like what we get the um, Civic Plus the Civic Plus yeah. email, very <coughs> similar. So there should have been follow up. So I will check on why that did not go through or why there was not a response back. So I know I, I know I sent it from my personal about. email just to see. Like I was a regular, you know, resident, right. and um, and you know, I, I I was checking for that. So, you know, I I'm going to send an email to you, Mr. Poe, with those three or four or five um, requests, and then if you would just let me know that that they've been disseminated, I, I'm just taking care of my responsibilities. Yep, yep I can do that <laughs> as a representative of our community. And thank you. Nothing further, sir. And I echo to you, young man, thank you. Russell, thank mm -hmm. you. Kevin, thank you. Everybody's been saying thank you. I just echo that. Right quick, like, do we have the mayor's caucus tomorrow night? Yes, at 6 o'clock. Okay, right here. Short. Very uh, five short. Minutes. Five minutes, you. Five minutes? Six o'clock. <laughs> Maybe quicker. All right, we're time. Uh, Madam uh, Secretary, did we have anybody signed up to speak? No, sir. Okay, meeting adjourned. Thank you very much. Thank you.